Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life from our life team. Hey everyone, it's Craig and Nadia here. How you doing? We have the incredible privilege today of talking around this whole topic of foundations, and in particular, the gift of salvation. Oh, such an incredible topic. Yeah, and it applies to every single one of us, you know, whether we have done faith for many years, whether we're completely new to faith, or whether we're just asking lots of questions and trying to figure out, is there a God? This whole topic of salvation is incredibly important. Yeah, that's right. And in fact, it applies to every human being yeah. on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> so we thought we'd just start by you know, really saying, it's amazing how more and more as culture goes along and more and more as different morals and values change, how much the idea of needing saving has disappeared. Yes. Yeah, so How true. much people are actually aware of, you know what, there's that feeling of guilt in my life. That, oh, does that supposed to be there? Because everyone's telling me my brokenness is beautiful. Yeah. Everyone's telling me and celebrating the things that I'm doing that are actually hurting me and they're hurting others. And, mm. but I mean, that's just who I am. And, you know, like, you know, it's all good, mate. Like, you know, you're living the dream. And, and this, di- this dynamic where we're trying to celebrate the fact that we actually have these gaping holes in our life. Yeah. We're caught up in things that are, that are hurting us, hurting others, and how somehow that's the life we're supposed to be living. Yeah, so true. But when we're honest with our heart and when we're honest with ourselves and say, you know what, there's something missing. Yeah. <laughs> and the missing piece to every single person that's created and until they find it in Jesus, the yes. missing piece is the wonder of salvation. Yeah. The wonder of God actually completing us. Yeah. Us being, and this is it, what salvation is, is being in relationship with Jesus. Yes. It's so incredibly powerful. And as I said before, and we'll talk about it a little bit as we go, but the reality is, is that we were born into a world where it's fallen apart. Mm. We're born into a world that has sin in it. Yes. It's separated from God. Yes. And the Bible says as all have sinned. Yeah. No one's born perfect. No one just gets it. No one lives good enough. No, we've all sinned and we've fallen short. Mm. But the incredible news of salvation, the significance of salvation is that God in his incredible love made a way for humanity to have free relationship through what he did for us through what Jesus did. And in that relationship, whatever separated us, the brokenness, the pain, the shame, the guilt, the hurt, the things we've done, others, anything that would separate us, he would remove that and we could have right relationship with him because of what he did. Not what we've done, but what he did. And that's what grace is. And you want to talk about, I guess, the nature of it being a gift. Yeah, that's right. And I think salvation is the greatest gift that God has ever given us. Absolutely. But like any gift, it can be easy to receive the gift initially and then just put it to the side and not realize the fullness of it. Right. And I think we can be guilty of this, even as mature Christians, of thinking that salvation is this incredible experience we we go through when we open up our lives to God for the first time. But actually, salvation is far greater than that. Mm. It's something that transforms us. There is such fullness to our relationship with God in terms of salvation. So what we want to do today is just unpack the significance of salvation and the fullness of it. So I think fundamentally we need to know God wants and desires relationship with us Mm -hmm. from the very beginning. Let's go back to Genesis real quick and unpack it. 
God creates a perfect world. Mm. He places humanity, Adam and Eve, in there to have unrestricted relationship with him. Mm. But for relationship to be relationship, it needs to have freedom of choice. Then, sadly, we stuffed up. Humanity chose to go against God's instructions. Mm. And out of temptation, they made a poor choice. Mm. The penalty of that was sin entering the world. Separation, that pure relationship, unrestricted relationship was now broken. But God loves us and he wanted that relationship restored. And so he made a way through what was called an atoning sacrifice Mm. to maintain right relationship with people. People stuffed up continually, but God kept bringing us back. And this atoning sacrifice was actually a spotless animal, a sheep, a goat, a cow. And what would happen is the Israelites, who were God's people, once a year at the time of Passover, they would put their sins, in a sense, on these spotless animals. And then that animal would be sacrificed. Its blood would be spilt and the spilling of its blood would atone, would be like the removal of the bondage uh, and removal of the payment of that sin. And they would be set free again. Wow. All through the Old Testament, though, we read of promises where there was going to become a one lamb once and for all, a pure sacrifice for everyone. And that incredible spotless lamb, that perfect sacrifice was not an animal, but it was actually God's son, Jesus. He loves us that much. He desired relationship that much. That salvation for us is actually in us receiving the gift that God sent his one and only son, the spotless, perfect life who did not deserve death, but he lived a Mm. life where he sacrificed it so we could have the freedom of relationship. And he died on a cross. And on that cross, he took our sin, our brokenness, our guilt, our shame, and he actually paid the price once and for all. He is the atoning sacrifice. Amen. Yeah, that's why it says in John 14 verse 6, I am the way. This is Jesus speaking. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father Mm. except through me. He is the perfect sacrifice that's been made so we can have access to our Heavenly Father. What a gift. Yeah. And the incredible thing about it is we look at, you know, different religions and what they promise. You know that Christianity is the only one where there is actually a price paid for the restoration of relationship and not paid by us. Mm -hmm. So it's not our works. Mm -hmm. It's not our good efforts. It's Mm -hmm. not our standard. It's not Mm -hmm. our level of sacrifice, but actually God paid the price. And that's how we're redeemed. The bondage we had or the death we lived in Mm -hmm. has been removed. We've been redeemed because of the price that God paid the what life that Christ gave. Oh and uh, and that's what's distinctive between a Christian faith and any other faith mm. is we're not redeemed because of a word, but we're redeemed because of a life that was given and laid down so we could have life. So amazing. And mm. I think the amazing thing is when Jesus came in and died too, the very weekend he died was again the Passover weekend that you mentioned before. That's right, yeah. And it's actually a weekend that was started as a celebration when the Israelites from were freed from Egypt, from their captivity. And the night that they were freed, uh, God sent an angel of death all throughout Egypt. And to protect the Israelites, he said, I, wanted, I want you to sacrifice a perfect lamb and then put the blood over the doorways. Wow. And that will prevent that distraction, the death, from getting to you. And the incredible thing today is that when Jesus came... 
on Passover and gave his life for us, mm. the shedding of his blood means that we have that same protection today, that we are covered by his blood, yeah. that death has no victory any longer. Yeah. That destruction does not have its way in our life. Like 1 Corinthians 15 verse 55 to 57 says, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, yeah. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. What an incredible victory that we get to stand in as children of God, that we are covered by yeah. His blood that we are protected by his blood, that destruction does not have its way in our lives and we can stand in the victory of the price that he paid for us. Yeah, incredible. And salvation. Mm. And that's the amazing thing is, is salvation is the access way to a eternal life. Yeah. Right? So uh, you know, when you talk about death, where is your sting? Like as believers, as people who are saved, we should not fear death. Yeah. It removes so fear in our lives. And what a revelation that is in COVID and everything going on. Absolutely. And the fear that can be surrounding that yeah. is that there's an assurance for your eternal salvation. Mm. And I, I love that because in that, in his salvation comes hope. Mm -hmm. In his salvation comes peace. Mm -hmm. In his salvation comes joy that outlasts any situation. Yeah. Uh, and, and his salvation actually unlocks purpose, mm. unlocks the reason we were created. We were created to be in relationship with him. Yeah. And we were created from that with things that he's actually woven into our life mm. to then actually be outworked for his purpose. Yeah. And so it's phenomenal. It is. The other amazing thing as well is that salvation isn't just this one-off event where we are saved and that's it. But his saving power is actually continually working through our yes. lives. Yeah. We continually, let's be honest are facing our brokenness and are facing temptation and are facing challenge in our humanity. But we have access to his saving power moving through our lives because of salvation. So mm, again, yeah. what an incredible that revelation is for each and every one of us, that we're not struggling on our own, that we're not fighting this fight on our own, but that we have the saving power of Jesus Christ moving through us. The same power that raised Christ yes. from the dead is moving through us, that we have that power yeah. how amazing is yeah. that and if we could understand the full revelation of that our lives would be completely different yeah and i think it's an important thing to realize and and i know for those who are regularly in church and you've been around for a long time i know you get this but let's never stop marveling at it and for others who you again that you're going oh my goodness you're speaking too fast slow down <laughs> i'm trying to take notes here let's be aware he did not just die so in the Old Testament, mm. the, the, the lamb, the cattle, they died and that was it. Uh, and they made a way mm. for the next 12 months. Christ died, but he did not just die. He triumphed over death yeah, and he it. rose again. Yeah. He rose again triumphant. And the resurrection, like Nadia said, life is what lives within us. And here's what's amazing is that in the Old Testament, it was for the Israelites. Mm. But when Christ died... When he laid down his life, he laid it down for one and for all. Mm. And we hear this in John 3.16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son mm. that whoever believes in him. And that's a phenomenal statement because before it was only isolated to God's people, the Israelites. But now Christ is for whoever. Yes. Whoever. No one's exempt. Doesn't matter how uh, bad your life has been. Doesn't mm. matter how good your life's been. Doesn't mm. matter what religion you've grown up in. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have 
everlasting life. Amen. For God didn't send his son in the world to condemn it, but to save it. And isn't that a great truth? So many things people believe and think that God's overlooking people trying to find Mm -hmm. fault, Mm -hmm. where he has done everything possible to get us back to that unrestricted relationship. Mm. And I just love that we have a God that responds to our humility. Yes. He responds to our repentance. And yeah. really that is where salvation comes from. When we get to the place where, you know what, I have not got this life sorted. I cannot do this on my own. I am weak on my own and I need the saving power of God to move through me. I still remember as a mm. very young girl, and I grew up in a Christian family, seeing the faith of my parents, but I just remember getting to this place in myself where, Mate, there's got to be something more to just me. There's got to be something more to just the life that I'm living right now. There's got to be something greater. And Mm. crying out to God from this that place and just experiencing the overwhelming sense of God's love. And you know what? We can never grow beyond that point in our Christianity. We've always got to come back to that posture of how much we need God, how much we cannot do it on our own, how much we need his saving power moving through us, because that's what ultimately salvation is all about, a savior coming, reaching to us Mm. and us extending our hand to him and saying, okay, I need help. And then he lifts us to a higher place. Yeah. And it really is that, again, where relationship starts is that place of freedom of choice. Mm. You know, I love how God as well and his you know, significant ability has the Holy Spirit who knocks on our heart mm. and is saying to us, come on, there, there is more. Mm. <laughs> you, know, you know, even for the person you think is the furthest person away yeah. and they'll never get saved. You know that God's knocking on their heart. Yeah, that's you know it. that God is drawing them. He's wooing them saying, there's more. Yep. Y- your failures aren't final. Mm. Uh, where you are now, what you've been spoken over your life for years, that's not it. The destruction you're caught up in, that's not going to stop us. I can reach you. I mean, I remember uh, in one of our services once or connecting with a guy outside of church and then him coming to church and him getting saved. And he had lived a life where literally he had burnt churches, he had persecuted Christians, and he actually had 666 tattooed on his forehead. Wow. And here he was in a place realizing my life is void. It's empty. Something's not right. right. And he found himself just surrendering his heart to God. And in that moment, you should have seen, it was like a literally a... I could see the difference between when he walked into the service and when he walked out. Mm. It was like his life had shifted uh, from the inside out. And that freedom, man, if we lose sight of salvation, we lose sight of the gift. Yeah. And we lose sight of the wonder. Yeah. And I got to tell you, let's not lose sight of the wonder of salvation. Let's not lose sight of the enormity of what God went to for us. And I think, you know, when we lose the wonder of it as well, we lose what we have to offer others as well as as Christians. Like that is the greatest message, the greatest gift that we have to offer others is the gift of salvation. If we don't live in the wonder of it ourselves, we don't realize what we have to give so let's keep that revelation alive knowing what we stand in yeah that's right and i think it's important as well to know that's why in every service we have we're always going to create room for somebody to respond yeah we do a salvation altar call why because the bible says that all of heaven celebrates at one decision and i know for some of us if we're in a lot of services we're going to go oh here we go that moment again no no it's not that moment again Mm. this is someone's first time yeah this is someone's first moment hearing it and this is the moment where literally the Bible says it's not just an addition to their life. It's not just like, oh, that's nice. That's a nice feeling. No, it actually says 
they're born again. Yeah. They, they, they would, we, we were dead. <laughs> I hear that. That's a pretty big term. But we were dead in our sin and now we are made alive. Mm. And so I really want to encourage us. Maybe it's just a stirring again of conviction as believers. When it's time for the altar call, let's be praying. Yeah. Let's pray that hearts are open. So pray that people are ready to respond. Pray that people are going to go from death to life. Yeah. And the good news is it's not about, okay, what hoops do I jump through? But salvation is about belief. Mm. And so that's why we've got to keep the relationship strong because mm. it started in belief and it remains in a place of relational belief, relational trust and relational surrender. Yeah, awesome. Well, why don't we pray together? God, we just thank you for your saving power for salvation. The fact that we get to know it, that we get to live in it, that we get to live in that revelation. And not just that, but we get to have the salvation power of Jesus moving moving through our lives. And I just pray for everybody listening to this, God, that you would just awaken that revelation to us afresh. God, I pray for those that are listening that may not be aware of your saving power. I pray something right now comes alive on the inside of them. God, that they would extend their hand Mm. to you and say, hey, God, I really need you you right now, that they would confess that you are God and that you are Savior and that they would find eternity in you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.